You better clutch your nuts, honey, because it's time for Squirrel Talk. Hello, squirrels. It's me, Vicky Wicks, and welcome to Squirrel Talk. And here's my co-host, Selena Vile. Hey, chicos. It's me, Selena Vile, the queeniest queen of the West End, if it existed anymore. Ha 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 ha. Just kidding, everybody. It's not either of them. I've taken over. It's me, Hillary Ass, <laughs> just doing my best impersonations of two people who are no longer on the podcast because I have taken over, and it's mine. Welcome to Drag Race UK Squirrel Talk Review with Hillary Yass. <sighs> okay, now that I've done my um, takeover moment, um, and Selena and Vicky will be sending me hate mail, I think it's important to be bringing in our amazing guest so that you stop hating me. The one and only Seance. Come on in, Seance. Oh, hello. Oh, I just got in and boy, are my arms tired or whatever the joke is. How are you doing? <laughs> I just crawled out of my grave and uh, here I am, ready to, ready for action. You're the perfect person to come in and help me do this vicious takeover of Squirrel Talk, isn't, aren't you? <laughs> Yes, because we are both known for our fashions. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, I mean, uh, it's been so chaotic since the beginning. I apologize to all of our listeners. But you know, I'm Hillary and I'm the chaos. So, um, <laughs> um, but Seance here is so chill and so, like, the loveliest person I've ever met. Seance, um, are you ready to, like, review, like, this episode of Drag Race UK? Boy, am I ever. I watched it one time like three days ago, and it's totally fresh in my mind and totally not something that I don't not remember. <laughs> it's like a seance. We'll, we'll like conjure memories of it or something. We'll conjure our forgotten memories from things that happened three days ago. <laughs> um, I had to watch it twice because um, my partner Adam forced me to watch it a second time. So, <laughs> you know. First time I wrote notes, second time I ate chips. It was, it was a good night. Yeah. Um, so, um, so we're going to be reviewing, everybody, RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 3, Episode 2. Um, I don't know what it's called. It's something, it probably has a cheery name somewhere in the ether. Um, and I'm really excited because uh, Vicky and Selena, they asked me to take over the UK podcast because they want to go and do... Canada's Drag Race, which is coming up very soon, so they can read all the Canadian ladies that we know very near and dear. And, you know, I'm such a sweetheart. You know, Seance, I'm such a sweetheart. I can't read our Canadian sisters like that. I'm just yeah, too nice. You can barely read as is. Exactly. <laughs> what even is a book? Um, <laughs> so, um, and also, of course, UK drag is known for being a little more campy. Would you say it's a little campier? Oh yeah, they they definitely have like more of a like a fun like they're less less serious. I mean, like I want to say that they're more camp, but like honestly, like the fashions and like all the beauty is way more this season than it has ever been for UK, and it's so amazing. Isn't that interesting, just, like, the regional influences? Because, obviously, yeah, Europe is where fashion is, you know? Like, it just... Yeah. 
it's so fashion forward and cool, but at the same time, so performance heavy, not necessarily in the lip sync model way that is more like U.S. uh, and somewhat Canada, but like, you know, perform, perform. So it's like so cool how that, that energy mixes and like, I don't know. I just love it. So yeah, um, me doing the more campy thing and bringing on a whole retinue uh, of camp queens extraordinaires. I'm going to have some of the best camp queens that are my friends um, on the show uh, to, to go over UK over the next thing. So you're, you're going to get I a lot that. of, yeah. Um, and of course, starting with Seance. Um, now I wouldn't say you're a camp queen, but like you have such a campy mentality. Come on. Yeah, I wouldn't not say that I'm camp. I, <laughs> I People often, like, just kind of label me as, like, the spooky kind of performer. But honestly, camp is, like, what drives me the most. I strive to be, like, the next, like, Elvira, basically. Exactly. Because horror can be camp. Oh, my God. Like, they say horror and comedy are honestly so close. It's true. Um, especially like, what is the thing that you want to do when things get so tense and you're freaked out? Yeah. Die. Die. And, or tell a joke. (laughs) Or tell a joke. Um, (laughs) We go hand in hand. Dying. Oh wait, that was it. That was a joke. Good job. Uh Um, but no, you see, you totally diffuse the situation by like telling a, a little funny guffaw and, and like, it's so true. Horror and comedy go straight together. Oh yes. Um, have you been Elvira before? Yeah. I I don't often, like, portray other people, but I usually do, like, my own kind of, like, inspired by. And recently I just got, like, a giant set of honkin' titties. Oh and I just God. feel, I just feel like, you know, my inner Elvira is, like, bursting out of my cleavage. Your first pair of boobies! Yes. Well, not my... your first pair, but, like, your first pair of, like, honkers. Yes, the the first pair of silicone titties. Oh my god, they're full silicone? Well, they're like, they're not, they're like cotton filled, but silicone outside. Oh, that's right, yeah. Because man, you can get like the big honkers, like the vests, yeah. and full of silicone, and man, are those heavy. Like, oh yes. No, I didn't, like, if I got full silicone for these ones, I would not, <laughs> I would be falling over. It's like back spasms for days. Um, <laughs> I'd be losing balance. I know we want to do horror, but I don't want you to end up in an ER. Um, <laughs> yes. I, uh, yeah, so like, you know that I did my little take on Elvira, Hillvira. Oh, yes. Um, last, I think it was last year I started that up. Um, and it was El- Elvira also recently came yeah. out, finally came out with her lovely girlfriend of like, what, 17 years? Yeah. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, it's absolutely amazing. We, I mean, we all knew that she was a queer icon before mm-hmm. then, but now it's just like, yeah, it it just makes sense. I'm really glad that she, she finally came out. And it's really hard for a lot of like the old school Hollywood types and, uh, you know, people that have been in that environment for so long. I'm so yeah. glad that finally they're having their moment where they're like, okay, I think I can finally come out now. Um, God, what a repressed society we live in. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> um, so Elvira's gay, or Elvira's gay, I love that. 
Yeah. Hilvira is, Hil- is also pretty gay. Pretty gay. Okay, so let's focus on Seance a bit. So you oh. are Toronto's like spookiest. All time extra large medium. All time extra large medium. Yes. And you run lots of cool shows. Well, pre COVID, you had like Scarioke. Um, you did like these murder mystery things. You did all kinds of stuff, right? Oh, I didn't do any murder mysteries, but it would have been. Oh, fun I did to... murder mysteries. Sorry, yeah, that was I... you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I had I had my karaoke, which was my karaoke show, and then I had um, uh, I also had Drag Baby Superstar, which was oh, a that's right competition slash open stage for newbies. That was also a way to encourage people to grow and like new and meet new people and uh yeah i was i was all over the map before covid and now i'm slowly flying my way back into the scene and of course october what a better season to start than spooky season and i've got a whole bunch of shows happening and i'm nervous and excited and i'm about to jump out of my skin the queen of halloween of course and uh happy halloween to all you halloween lovers out there um yeah so you probably have some stuff coming up this month probably oh yes i have quite a few things the fourth i'm gonna be at uh flash 4th of october i'm gonna be at flash for fnl Mm -hmm. which is exciting and then um on the 16th, I'm going to be at Review Cinema for the amazing Dumpster Raccoon show, which is where oh. we uh, um, where we watch a movie, which is going to be um, Nightmare on Elm Street Part 2, one of the gayest horror movies out there. Right. And then I'm doing a re- repeat performance on the 23rd. And, uh, of course... There's another little show aside from uh, dra- uh, Drag Race. Surprisingly, there's one or two of those that I've heard of. One is oh, called yeah. Dragula, and oh, that's going to yeah. start on the 19th. But my show with Yavska at Glad Day yes. will be on the 20th, starting on the 20th every Wednesday. Yavska, star of Dragula season yeah, three, season I think three. it was. Yes. yes, we're going to have an amazing party and viewing party. So it's not just a viewing party. It's going to be an incredible show with guest performers and events and prizes. And it's going to be beyond. I'm so excited for it. And where's the party at? It's a glad day. Glad day. Okay, so yeah, Dragula viewing party. And that's what, Thursdays or? Wednesday. It's going to be a Wednesday. Starting on the so- 20th. Wednesdays, our- starting the 20th of October. Oh my God, mm-hmm. check out the, the party slash viewing party slash experience. Yes, our very Black first Black guest Day. is going to be Gay Jesus. Gay Jesus. Can you imagine? Uh, gay Jesus is incredible. Yes, um, Gay Jesus is an icon. And of course, you'll have me as a guest, I'm sure, because I'm so spooky. <laughs> so spooky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, awesome. Um, okay, so tell me about, like, this is the first time you've ever been on Squirrel Talk, right? Yes, this is my very first time talking with squirrels. I can't believe I, that. Like, I, I swear you've been on the show before. I've been stockpiling my nuts and I'm <laughs> ready to share the. T- <laughs> I almost, I was almost on the show one time. Mm-hmm. Um, Vicky tried to coordinate it and yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll totally, whatever. And then it just didn't work out that one time. And then. Um, 
I think I got trapped in an alternate dimension or mm. <laughs> that happens a lot to me. Um, yeah, I've usually heard. like flat Fletheros, the, the fiery pits of hell, you know, that one. It's not yeah. I just thought that it's, it's kind of nice this time of season actually. Oh, well say hi to, um, uh, Beelzebub. <laughs> yeah. uh, <laughs> um, okay. So what, so these are the questions I think. Like, what got you, Seance, into drag? What, what, um, what, what, where did this start? Where did this nut begin? <laughs> well, it all began with a radioactive meteor. No, I'm just, <laughs> um, I just always um, have been obsessed with kind of like theatrical makeup and like transformative costumes and all that kind of jazz. I was super obsessed with like um, Jim Henson and like puppets and all that kind of weird artistic whatever. And I was like, I knew about drag queens, but I was never like, like being a drag queen is for me. Um, Because like what I saw of drag queens was like mostly like transforming into like them just trying to be a woman. Mm. And at the time when I was younger, a lot of them was, were not as beautiful as today. <laughs> um, How the shade. The <laughs> we didn't have the same technology. <laughs> you wanted to be beautiful. Is that I didn't, you? I didn't want to be beautiful. Oh, you wanted to be like, ugly. you wanted to be like a monster. You didn't want to be like this glamorous thing. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because they're like, I found that most drag queens' goal was to transform into a beautiful woman and of like course. live that beautiful woman fantasy. I mean, I, I have to... I have often like seen just random people who are queens just like, ooh, just feeling themselves in the mirror, and I'm like, okay, calm down, like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> calm yourself. I know you're beautiful, but for crying out loud, let's do the show. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for me, it was like. Um, it was discovering club kids and like oh, yes. um, people who transformed themselves way more than just like, it was more the theatrical look. Like I didn't realize that drag could be literally anything. And that's mm. what I discovered and kind of ran with was like, well, I can, I can do whatever I want and call it drag and I can go out and um, just transform into like a weird monster or like just throw some like weird latex on my face and transform into something weird and i don't always have to like be a beautiful woman but i mean like eventually i kind of started dipping into that like feminine-esque looking (laughs) uh, gene pool but i you know mostly i started you kind of started to get into the feminine um version or you found the seance in in the monster uh, the you know almost like your own elvira character but like i remember when i first met you i think it was at cruise and tango's drag race um and you had a crazy like a face mask that looked like it came out of the movie alien on yeah just like robes down and like i think a crown or something it was so intense yeah and like, yeah. was that, were you, had you found the woman seance in that yet? Or were you like full on monster? It was, um, 
technically that was like my first drag look was that like right. monster look <laughs> yeah. but i i did have like a more feminine looking but it was very like um it was very like kabuki makeup at the time and, yes um, i've always thought you kind of look like sailor moon villains that's actually one of the things that I'm very inspired by. So yes, you always 100%. look like Queen Barrel with that with the like the negaverse. You're just like yes, you that's rule. Hundred <laughs> percent, one of my top top influences. I love that. So like, that's very it's, that's a very interesting question because you come from a total like SFX makeup background and theater yeah. production and and did you do theater when you were like a kid and stuff and growing up or. I was always interested in it. I never like fully got into theater, but I was like, I was really interested. I really wanted to do like acting when I was young. So when I was uh, a youth, a youthling, I uh, <laughs> went into like a bunch of like workshops and stuff like that to do like some, um, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Um Cut this part out. <laughs> Make me look smart. <laughs> Never. No. Uh, some like improv and kind of stuff like that. So I was like Work. doing a little bit of that while I was younger. Um, but then I didn't really do it as much when I um, got older. Yeah, because you really got into the SFX makeup, right? You went to school for SFX and stuff. Yeah, I I tried to, well, I tried to go to school for it, but, like, (laughs) what I learned was very minimal. Right. And so a lot of it I taught myself slash learned by, uh, like, interning at um, Mm. different studios around. That's so cool. Yeah. Did you ever try and do, like, beauty makeup, or was that not your your thing? I I did learn how to do beauty makeup. When I went to school for makeup, they were like, well, you got to you got to learn how to do beauty makeup before you do special effects makeup. And I'm like, you got to learn bridal. (laughs) I don't believe you, but I'll do it. (laughs) So I did. And I hated it, but I learned it. (laughs) That's so good. You have a a great background in that. And then all the interning. So like, that's so cool. So you, you kind of like created this monster and you called it seance because you've always been seance knows, I think. Yeah. Yes. Um, which is obviously a play on Beyonce. Are you a Beyonce stan or do you like the pun? I haven't heard it. I didn't even <laughs> I didn't even realize it. I didn't wow, what a connection. <laughs> yes, yes, of course the uh the pun is uh, on Beyonce, which is weird because I'm not like like I'm not like a huge Beyonce fan, but I I like I really love Destiny's Child. <laughs> like growing up oh destiny's child yes. yeah i'm i'm very like stuck do, in the 90s for my do you like, hate it when, like do you hate it when like every spooky queen at halloween they always do like some glam look and suddenly they call themselves well now i'm seance and you're like god damn it <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't happen that often but there Sharon are like needles a, just did it she just i did, did see that i did that see bitch. that and i'm like <laughs> you called <laughs> uh-huh Okay, so you're a monster. So what was it? What (laughs) you're a monster. You monster. (laughs) What was it like evolving into this kind of necessitated sort of like? Because you, I think you felt like, well, drag. You have to be a lady. If you know, if you're cisgender or whatever. I'm not assuming your pronouns or anything either. But like, did you? 
did you feel like some sort of pressure to evolve this female character or whatever? I didn't really feel so much of a pressure from like an exterior pressure, but like it was something more that what like my character was evolving into. And like, I, I just love like the, like there's no world where I'm trying to be a real woman. Mm. I'm trying to be like the cartoon, like caricature of a cartoon of a woman. (laughs) So like exaggerated shapes, like over the top, I'm there's no world where I'm trying to be real anything. (laughs) When you mentioned Elvira, like is that world like the Morticias and the Elviras and the Vampiras, is that kind of your your uh, inspiration also? Yeah, definitely Morticia was like one of the like big influences. Um but honestly like nineties cartoons, like superheroes, super villains. I, like you said, uh, Sailor Moon villains, that's like one of the top things that inspired me to become what I am. Um, I like Rita Repulsa from the Power Rangers. Of course, iconic. (laughs) What's the other one? Destructa or something? That that other (laughs) one? Yeah, there's like Scorpina. Scorpina. (laughs) A whole bunch of other ones. But, um... Yeah, the, like, whole Power Rangers monster villain. That was, like, something that really inspired me also. Your ability to create things also just out of out of simple things, like latex and foam and stockings and stuff. Yeah. Like, you you create Power Rangers monsters. I do. And yeah. that's, like... <laughs> like, you're almost like a monster of the week kind of m- moment. Like, Godzilla, you know, Rodan kind of thing. Yes. That's absolutely, like, what inspires and drives me and i would totally make more giant costumes if i had space to store them after (laughs) i am honestly i'm running out of room i'm looking for a new place i need more space to store my outfits because i am sleeping on a pile of them (laughs) okay so seance where where do you see yourself um evolving into in, in in the future oh my gosh my dream is to be is to be Sasha Velour. <laughs> but to like be a, Sasha Velour. I plan to take her skin, steal it, <laughs> be Sasha Velour. I can 100% no. believe you could just make her skin out of like latex and just be Sasha Velour. Yeah. Maybe no, you should like, do that. <laughs> <laughs> My goal is to is to do what Sasha Velour is doing, like have giant um amazing shows, like cabaret shows. Um production value, video screens everywhere, traveling around, being able to like curate my own weird art shows and share that with people and like let them know that drag can be anything. Right. And um, just like let people just like shift people's thinking of like what, what drag really is. I could definitely see you doing uh, something, honestly, just molded very much like on Elvira, just like yeah. that kind of late night kind of like, ooh, wasn't that spooky? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would, honestly, I would love to do like, uh, inspired by like P.B. Herman, doing like kind of like a weird children's show that's not really a children's show at all, but it's uh-huh. like 
this very twisted, like cartoonish world where I'm like, where it's all presented as like a children's show would be, but it's like just so twisted and weird. Yeah. Come down into the sewer with Seance with that red balloon. It's going to be great. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or terrifying. You never know. Um, yeah, well, Seance, I think you're amazing and, and just your ability to create stuff and and your mind. Now, speaking of good things, um, I think we have to talk about drag race. Are you, are you enjoying this new UK season? I do actually, I've like, I was experiencing burnout with like so many drag series and I'm like, one after the other, I'm like, I need a minute just to breathe to like not think about like a televised drag show. But yeah. then here comes a Drag Race UK and I'm like, I'm not ready to watch it. And you're like, hey, how about you come on my podcast and talk about it? And I was like, well, I guess <laughs> now I've got to watch both episodes. And <laughs> then I did mind. watch it. And I enjoyed it thoroughly. <laughs> you might as well get it out of the way. I mean, like, uh, they're just, like, piling up. Like, there's so many drag races at this oh, point. Oh, yeah. And there's so many more to come. <laughs> and then there's Dragula, and there's Camp One Kiki, and there's House of Drag. And, like, there's all yeah. kinds. Of, it's just like, oh, my God. So many. Okay, so let's get into this. Are you ready to get into RuPaul's Drag Race? I am so ready. Let's do it. All right. So this is season three, episode two of RuPaul's Drag Race. And um, what happened the last episode? Oh, yes. The first episode we saw Anubis go home. Oh, Anubis. Sure Anubis. I, was, I was really excited about her. So young, like honestly, so young, but yeah. so young, but with such a campy sensibility. And she dressed yeah. like she was 55. Yes. You don't often see, like, those young, like, 19-year-olds um, who are also, like, really, like, performance and campy driven. Usually yeah. they're, like, the, like, Instagram hotties where they're, like, I've been doing makeup for 10 minutes and I look amazing. Um, yeah, they've been doing makeup, but makeup based on Drag Race um, and looks based on Drag Race because they've grown up with it. Yeah. Um, and they look perfect since they oh, were 13 yeah. years old and and their bodies are so small and perfect or whatever <laughs> um so it's so refreshing to also see a young person um dress like they're 55 because that's very relatable um <laughs> <laughs> so anubis went home and she left this message campus tits darling the curse of brighton lives on love you all anubis do you think there's a curse in Brighton? Did you cast it? You're the curse expert. Um, I did once leave a, a curse over in Brighton. Oh, so, it was um, Seance! <laughs> it's just in. Seance is responsible for the curse of Brighton. Oh, no. <laughs> so, so what? You just don't like Brighton? Is that it? Did they serve you bad sausage rolls or something? I feel like there's a joke in here somewhere. I left the light on and then it, it used to be Dimton, but then they turned the lights on and now it's Brighton, you know, <laughs> <laughs> something like well, that. Well, their future is not looking very bright. Um, uh, the poor girls. <laughs> um, so goodbye, Anubis. You are, I was really looking forward to more crazy stuff. So, also, we found out that Victoria Scone, in the last episode, banged up her knee in her little 
yeah, uh, death droppy victory, moment. Victory uh, slide. Now, I do have some tea. I just hurt my knee the other week. Um, so I was feeling very relatable content. I was like, oh my God, it's my knee and Victoria's knee. And how, sh- how can she go on? Yeah. <laughs> um, I really hope it's not bad because we did find out by the end of the episode that she might actually have to take a, take a visit to the doctor and maybe not come back. Yeah. It's kind of skipping ahead to the end of the episode. They were like, they did a like eureka moment where it was like Victoria, please step ahead to the end of the stage. Yeah, and they were like, "Well, we'll find out next time on Rupaul's Drag Race." I know what a terrible like um, tag at the end there. It was cliffhanger. It was terrible. Um, I was like, "Really? This is your cliffhanger? I have to find out if Victoria makes it." Oh my god. Yeah. Um, but. Have you ever been disabled by like an injury like that and not been able to oh. <laughs> No, I haven't I haven't really like sustained any like terrible physical injuries that I can remember. So no, I'm going to say no. <laughs> oh, well you're <laughs> very I... lucky. You're very lucky. I've been hobbling around. It's just awful. Like Yeah. You know, it's it's easy to forget that um you know, if you don't have perfect mobility in this world, um, the world is not accessible. It's not. Oh yeah, for sure. Like, the majority of at buildings have so many stairs. Oh yeah. So many stairs and like ramps are not well placed and, uh, um, it's not great. Yeah. So, um, you know, if, all of your disabled friends, people who have disabilities in, in all kinds of ways, like, please look out for them. Um, it's it's not great. Anyways, um, okay, so let's talk about the cast here. Um, mm-hmm. Do you have any favorites in, in the cast so far? I absolutely have to say Charity Case. I yes. saw that they were cast on this season. I was... I was Every, like, every season of Dragula, I was like, well, of course they're going to be on Dragula. But the gag was that they're going to be on Drag Race UK, of all things. So I was so pleased to see uh, Weirdo Drag be, like, in a mainstream show like um, Drag Race UK. Isn't that crazy? She She's a very talented artist. I, yeah. I was actually a little surprised because I know she's just, like, a killer artist. Yeah. Um, but Drag Race definitely puts performance very forward as well. So yeah. I'm I'm interested to see how she does in those venues. Yeah, absolutely. Um, any others? Or are you charity? You're just hardcore charity? Um, mostly hardcore charity. <laughs> um, Amazing. And did you love um, her prosthetics and stuff from last last week? Oh, yes. So I good. Mean, come on. Just the artistry is just so beautiful. <laughs> um, how about you? Who are your favorites? Uh, Victoria Scone. Uh, Anubis, kind of, but sadly she's gone. And, um, of course, Theresa May. Theresa May. Oh, I love Theresa. Theresa, wow. So funny. Just, just amazing. I do, of course, have a soft spot for, you know, Kitty and um, Ella, I think, because they're very professional. And I, I was actually um, a really big fan of River. Uh, <laughs> River in the first episode was just comedy hilarity. And That's so true. River, River is really charming. 
So anyways, all the girls are discussing things. Not much is being talked out about at the start of the show, except poor Anubis, goodbye. However, um, Victoria, no, Veronica. I always get Victoria and Veronica mixed up. They're both V names. Sorry. Um, (laughs) Veronica um, is really concerned that Crystal Versace's head is very small. Um, (laughs) So I was wondering, how's your head? Oh, very toothy and a lot of complaints. <laughs> mine's, mine's just very large. Um, <clears throat> so, um, and then they go into this game uh, where they want to get Crystal Versace, who won last week. Oh, yeah. um, now, I don't know if you know this or not, but last week I, <laughs> and Vicky seemed to agree with me, I described Crystal as stunningly basic. Like, so stunning, <laughs> but so basic. Yeah. Um, how do you yeah. feel about Ms. Crystal and her win? I um, I think that she's so polished that you're I right. Know. There is, like, it's, like, so manufactured that it's um, almost missing, like, some kind of, like, personal... Personality at all? Yeah, yeah. Maybe? Like, but she, has, she has Raven's face. That is Raven's looks- face. She looks so good. Like if an I know. if like an AI were to like combine all of the best parts of Drag Race into like one thing visually, it would probably be her. <laughs> Maybe she. I think she's Siri. She's actually Siri, and she's only nineteen years old. A, so I mean, she probably was generated by. <laughs> oh, I, she's the closest thing to exactly what you just said. This yeah. is very Black Mirror, and you were saying earlier to, oh, to yes. me, you're, you're talking about this is a very Black Mirror episode. This whole episode was an episode of Black Mirror to me. The, the challenge, the like, the filming of how the challenge went down, it was like, what is happening? Siri, <laughs> Siri just won the last episode. Like, what is happening? The, the humans aren't even winning Drag Race anymore. It's just no. sheer perfection. Um, I mean, like last episode, do you remember? And you love charity. Yeah. This is this is my point. Crystal came out in that that cage with the kind of leaves off of it, yeah, and it was yeah. very beautiful. Mm-hmm. But then Charity came out in her flower demon look. Yes, and oh I was God. like, "This is basic. This is stunning." And yeah. they still liked Crystal more for some reason. I'm like, "I know what is happening with this world." I know. Well, they're they're looking for a very specific. AI generated look for a drag race. I, I find, know. and it is it is Crystal. So what is happening? Crystal, I feel Crystal like... is like what they're looking for, and Charity is what everyone who watches Drag Race is looking for. And I feel bad for Crystal in this moment because I'm sure she's lovely and and learning and just oh, adorable. Yeah, she looks kind amazing, of, but she's kind of adorable and kind of dumb, but like also anyway. We She's learn more about years old. She learn, exactly. We learn more about her, but yeah. she's so brought up on Drag Race. Um, so anyway, we, coming right into it, since she won the last episode, she gets yeah. to do an all tea no shade assessment of all the girls oh, yeah. by playing this yeah. game, uh, Rupert Market Sweeps, which is um, one of those famous RuPaul puns off of Supermarket Sweeps. Yeah. Uh, did you ever watch Supermarket Sweep on uh, TV? 
I always caught like parts <laughs> of it, like the really, really old one, like from the 70s yeah. or whatever it was. And they brought it um, back pretty recently with um, like some of the drag queens were on it, like Sherry Vine and stuff oh, was yeah. on it with Jackie Beat. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's amazing. I mean, yeah, you'd always flick to it uh, when we still had Flickr channels, like channel <laughs> flickers. Remember flickers? No. Or like channel changers? <laughs> Final, channel changers? <laughs> Yeah, you know. know the flicker no, no i don't remember that anymore oh I'm my god too, i'm so I'm, old i'm too youthful you're and too youthful ah, ah, get out crystal versace um no, just kidding uh, <laughs> you know crystal versace probably wouldn't even know what we're talking about oh yeah no probably not the poor girl um she's like what you mean netflix um <laughs> i don't i don't know anything beyond netflix um so <laughs> Yeah, but you always would change to the channel, and it would just be, like, these people running around with a shopping cart, shoving bags of, like, Cheerios into their cart, and just, like, onion yeah. rings. It was madness. Oh, yeah, for sure. So, but she did seem to get the reference, because she went out, and she, she played the game. She ran up to the thing and just started knocking shit into her cart, yeah. even though she didn't have to. Um, she could just literally go and grab these stars. Uh <laughs> Yeah. So um, then she got to take each of these stars that had little designations on them and put them on her fellow contestants. Yeah, I think so. there was. I think there was there was fewer stars than there were um, contestants. That's so right. There, there were just kind of like cool things. Like for example, there was the star by which she gave to Victoria. What did you think? Yeah. Like her biggest competition. Yeah, but then she used the pun the biggest competition and went for the largest competitor. <laughs> and then she used the lowest brow joke, which was extremely offensive. And that was where that was where we kind of got that moment of Crystal Versace being like, ah, I made a joke. Oh, yeah. I was mean. Oh, <laughs> I need to be a better person. Um, <laughs> But to be fair, they like they were like all tea, all shades. So they were like convincing her to be mean. That's but true. To younger people, shade is like often gets mixed up with like being cruel, which isn't yes. the case. being shady is like being like adding that level of comedy into it. So it's not like you're not just insulting somebody. You're like you're telling them something in like a more like agreeable way. Like, <laughs> exactly. Well done, Grasshopper. Do you remember when you came and did my comedy class and essentially I, I kind of had to elucidate that with some of the gals? Yes, exactly. Because essentially, it was, it's a very interesting thing. Some of the younger girls, um, they were afraid of doing shade and we were kind of doing a class on, I think it was insults and reading Yeah. Um, kind of idea. And I was like, you know, it's not about being mean. You can be shady in all kinds of different ways. But it yeah. I think when you're young, you just think it's being like, you're fat, you're a bitch, you're not. It's like, you don't have to go that far. You could just be like, I don't like the color of your hair. Yeah. Like, stupid things. Like, you know, you yeah. don't have to actually insult people. Like, that's... Anyways. Um, yeah. So, uh, okay, so then she gave Bargain Bin to well, the one and only River. Do you think that was fair assessment? Um, I think it was for like river might not have had like the best or nicest things but um i mean how do you even make that assessment at this point like we've only seen like how many looks like 
I know, right? <laughs> I mean, Rivers looks weren't that bad. Um, Hot Deal, which is the trade of the season, apparently, oh, went yeah. to Ella Do you like? Do you like her? Um, Ella's very like, you know, like British, not rent boy, like um, <laughs> you know, like she. It looks like she went to Eton or something. She's always dressed in like those polos and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is she your trade? Or do you do you agree she's the trade? Honestly, they all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> you don't you don't see trade. You just don't care. <laughs> no, I'm I'm not up for trades right now. I know who is <laughs> uh, out of date was Veronica Green. I guess that poor Veronica. Really though, like I don't think I think she kind of earned that. <laughs> You know, I feel so badly for Veronica because she was on the season. She got COVID. She spent all of her money on last season. And she had to come back suddenly and do this season with no budget, with nothing. Yeah. Yeah, plus, like, she didn't really get to tour anything during COVID. So you can't really earn that money back and stuff like that. So, Like, everyone on this show is in potential debt or like you know has drained their bank account to some degree or like has drained their favors with their friends veronica right now is doubly so whatever everybody else is yeah i feel i feel for her yeah yes totally (laughs) hopefully she's like using some of those costumes that she didn't get to show from last season like reworking them they might be different challenges you know so it might not be even possible yeah i feel so bad We've seen people stretch stretch the limits on some of these <laughs> runway options. So, oh my gosh! Hopefully, she managed to do it for at least a couple of them. But at least she's a real good sport. Like she knew what she was walking into. At least. Yeah. Um, and then the bogo, the bogoff, the bog off was given to Electra. Electra fence next to Sasha away. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I guess that makes sense since she was definitely in the bottom last week. So yeah, yeah. And then, I, and then she called her fat. How dare she? Um, <laughs> you know, this comes a little bit later in the episode, but we might as well get into it. The yeah. you know they, her and Crystal, Victoria and Crystal did have a conversation about this fat comment. Yeah. Um, and I think it, she took it very well, but like. But- uh, that was it's not something to do like don't don't body shame like that you don't know someone's story yeah and victoria totally. has a hell of a story with her relationship with food and eating and bulimia and a lot of that stuff and if you're out there listening and you have t- trouble with that like there's there's a lot of help out there and you know give me a ring like i i have people in my life that have gone through that i've gone through lots of difficulties with my own body and loving myself so just know that you know you are good enough and you are you can be who you are even though sometimes the world says you have to be a certain way you don't you don't you can define your own destiny and like when victoria was saying drag like saved her and like allowed her to express herself when the world of dance and acting wasn't allowing her to express herself in the body she wanted to like that really struck a chord with me um anyway what do you think about all that 
Yeah, absolutely. It's all like the important kind of uh, conversations to have. And like we've been saying, um, Crystal is very young and is obviously not as like exposed to all of these kind of conversations that one might have being around a little bit longer. And uh, it was important for her to have that conversation. And now hopefully she's uh, improved her AI and have become a stronger, <laughs> a stronger program to take over the world. Damn you, Siri. You call, <laughs> how dare you call someone fat, Siri? Siri, you literally have no weight at all. You are virtually non-existent. <laughs> Not fair. Um, but I also love the fact that it opened up a conversation into a wider question of diversity, including, you know, River and uh, Vanity talking about her, the darkness of her skin in relation to her own family. Yeah. Mind-blowing. Yeah. <gasps> Um, you know, that she would get picked on because she was darker than some of the members of her, her own family. Like that's what a, what a horrible thing. And, uh, Electra was talking about her freckles and how she was embarrassed yeah. of her freckles. I mean, mm-hmm. there's so many things to be embarrassed of and so many people, things that people judge us for in this world. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say there's so many things to to be embarrassed about, but there's right. so many things you can be embarrassed can about. Be embarrassed of. And learning to overcome that is like the most important thing that we can do to uh like uh to yeah, to steps towards loving ourselves and like understanding that some of these things are outside of our realm of control. And uh you could sometimes you just have to embrace what like what you've been given. And of course some people have chosen to augment that like Yes. <laughs> but um there's no there's no uh there's nothing wrong in enjoying the body that you've been given kind of thing. I love that. And I think we should cheers on that because it's like there's yeah. nothing wrong with enjoying the body that you have and finding some way to love yourself. I remember Bob the drag queen like literally said, "Sometimes I didn't love myself, but like then I just looked at, you know, I found one thing I liked about myself. Like I just this front tooth I really like. Yeah. And then just start, just find something to love about yourself. Just start there. Cause it, it really is a muscle. You have to work it out and you have to find something. Cause everyone, oh, yeah. everyone out there, you're worth loving. I guarantee it. Absolutely. Oh my God. I love you. Oh, I'm getting so emotional. I had no idea we were going to get so emotional. You're on Squirrel Talk today. I'm so sorry to all of our listeners. Um, okay, so why don't we take a little bit of a break before we get into the challenge and then the runway? Do, do you need a little break? Yeah, that would be lovely. That sounds good to me. Okay. Everyone, we're going to be back after this break, and then we're going to get into the challenge and the runway. See you then, squirrels. Sensual. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Okay. 
Hey, squirrels, we are back, and it is Hillary Yass, and it is the one and only Seance, Toronto's extra large, small-time medium or something. <laughs> and I am full of nuts. Ah, you are full of nuts. Did you just have some almonds or something? Or Yeah, I just buried some nuts in my belly. Okay, are we talking about almonds still, or? Yeah, a little bit of both. Okay, oh, she's getting some, I like it. It was a long break. It was a very long break. Oh my God. Like it's been like two years now of isolation from yeah. the world. I mean, you're undead, so you're used to that, but, um, true. yeah. So where were we? We were going to get into the challenge of this episode, uh, season three, episode two, drag race UK. And they did this cool thing. Um, I guess like a fitness dance routine challenge that they called Dragoton. Um, which is an obvious parody of Peloton. Are you familiar yeah. with Peloton? <laughs> I only, I, I'm going to be honest. I'm <laughs> fitness guru. Like, I know that like people look at me and we're like fitness, seance fitness. So thing, I'm like, first, one of the first five words that comes to my mind when I see you. Yes. yes. But to be honest, the only fitness that I'm concerned about is fitness next a burger in my mouth kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I had heard about the Peloton and how it's this like crazy, like craze where they have this like bike and it like projects fitness right into your brain digitally and, uh-huh. uh, and it controls your life and stuff like that. And yeah. so I was like, yeah, okay. A challenge based on that. Let's find out what it's all about. Yeah, it's kind of like you order this bike with a TV on it, and then you order a subscription service that is expensive, and um, you get these trainers who essentially Netflix into your house or Zoom into your house or something, and are like, let's go, let's do the pellet spinning, spin girls. And a lot of the trainers we've found out, I think, it's become memeable, are like super flaming gay. So they're just like, yes, work it homosexuals homosexuals again uh you know i cannot cannot believe (laughs) well we know that a a a gay loves a good bussy so (laughs) Um, and speaking of bussy um the the choreographer for this is none other than otima bussy hey i definitely know that name from before and not for the very first time I, I just I just met her too because yeah she's from like uh, dance shows I think from the UK thing Strictly Come Dancing yeah um, which is kind of like Dancing with the Stars except I guess it's stricter or something like that I yeah don't know. and they they have to come at the end <laughs> they have to come <laughs> <laughs> it's a very oh, strict we are very... strict we come and we dance that's all we do. <laughs> absolutely oh my god sounds like a german fetish porn site um (laughs) so okay so they're gonna do dragaton they get broken into three groups yeah um the first group is a spinning so like on the bike yeah the second is exercise ball routine yeah so like those giant exercise balls you know you know those things yeah i've heard of them i have one in my uh my living room i love it i like lie lie back on it it's great for your back Nice. Um, apparently, um, <laughs> and then there's baby exercise, which I guess yeah. is 
exercise you do while you're holding your baby. I guess so. <laughs> For the young mommies. Um, <laughs> which, uh, which type of exercise did you prefer out of these three? The spinning, the, the balls, or the baby exercise? I was all about Victoria Scone's workout where she just sat on a stool and moved the baby around. I'm like, <laughs> I can get behind this kind of exercise. <laughs> and of course, we got a dance rehearsal. Um, now, I don't know if you're familiar or not, but like on Squirrel Talk, we're not big fans of these dance rehearsals because they always just seem to be like, okay, let's watch the queens be bad at dancing. Ho, 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 ho. You yeah. know, it, just with the editing too, it's like, here's the very first time that they're doing, oh, look at them doing it wrong. It's like, oh my God, the struggle. <laughs> like, <laughs> we just saw it a second ago. Like, you're not perfect. But I did have some questions about OT when I was I was learning her because she was like putting them through it. It seems like she was like left turn up down right seven 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 six, six five four three. The Pythagorean theorem is three point one four one four five point five. Like it was. Oh, that's pie. I'm very well educated in pie. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I love pie. Oh, cherry. Oh, cherry pie. Mm. Yeah. What is it with these choreographers that come in and just like go crazy? It's definitely definitely for the like reality television part of the show. It is to like show how like, oh no, look at this person. They're really putting them through it. And then like I the knew. people it's just I knew, so, but like, I was just like I had questions. I was like, first I was like, okay, OT seems nice, but then I was like, okay, is OT a crazy person? Like, how is this person who is torturing these queens yet still <laughs> so likable? Like she was yeah. still so likable. And then also, I was like, is this potentially the new Halloween movie? And is she Michael Myers? Um, <laughs> yes. She was a sweetie, but definitely like, uh, like a driver of... Uh, she was know. horrifying because she like put you through torture, but she was like... <laughs> and it's like adorable to look at. And I was like... Ah! <laughs> Needless to say, nobody did well. Everybody was just like... Uh, and it's like, what is happening? <laughs> okay, so Black Mirror. Fast forward, we get to the main stage. It's Alan Carr, Michelle, and Odie Mabusi with RuPaul yeah. out there. RuPaul looks okay. I, I'm i not sure if I dug her outfit this week. It was kind of like this shiny pantsuit thing, and eh, it was fine. Um, Do you like it? Do you like it? I definitely remember what it looks like. And my well, opinion exactly. is... It's forgettable. It's forgettable. It's forgettable, RuPaul. So we get into the challenge and we actually get to see what they did. And so, of course, there was this whole intro section where they all got to introduce themselves as well that we didn't get to see, which was hilarious. Did you have any standouts? Because I died for Carizo. 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 But just the way that she did it, just like, hello, I'm Gariza. It was just amazing. Like, energy off the top. So brilliant. I think they were all pretty fun. I I couldn't I couldn't tell you if any of them really stood out for me. Like, not in a negative way or a positive way. I thought they were all pretty good in their own Vic- Victoria way. Scone was also good. It's like, hi, I'm Victoria Scone. Does anyone have any deodorant? Like, that was great. <laughs> so then we get the the spinning class. Uh, who was your favorite in the spin class? Because I was Team Carissa all the way in that one. Teresa. Teresa. Like, like the sausage. Teresa. I know. I keep forgetting her name. I'm sorry. <laughs> I honestly, I do really like Teresa, and um, they kept on being like, "Oh, but the other two are dancers." Like, um, 
Vanity uh, and who was the other one? Electra Fence was the Electra, other one. Yeah. Um, and she kept on being like, oh, but they're dancers. But like, they're not even doing dancing. They're just on a bike. And yeah. to me, Teresa from those three was the standout. She was, she's more camp and like over the top than the other two. And um, yeah. yeah, Vanity just like, her outfit was kind of weird. Like, it wasn't like a workout outfit. It was like, it was something. It was like the space age sci-fi Yeah, thing. she kind of looked like, I, like I a space. Yeah. And then her bright orange wig, which they were like reading her for, but I thought it was cute. I liked it. <laughs> it was cute. I guess it was just kind of distracting for a workout video. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That, that Definitely the team didn't really come together very well. But I think that's, like, on the producers. Like, they could have told them a little better what to prepare for for this because I don't think anyone knew what was happening. And as a viewer, I could tell that that's, that was the case. You're not wrong. Like, I think it happened very fast. And, like, if you do listen to the tea and stuff, like, apparently this season was shot ridiculously fast. Yeah. So... This team didn't come together. That said, we got to the second team, which was the Ballbusters. And yeah. who was in the Ballbusters? None other than Veronica Green, who has been on the show before. Yeah. And I think, honestly, her experience helped them immensely because she was just like, girl, I could totally see this in the background where she's just like, girls, they're not going to give us much direction. We just have to make it what we do. And we need to be in control of ourselves. Yeah. Um, because, yeah. That's kind of reality TV. Sometimes you don't get everything you need to. You have to kind of be in, make it, make it what it is, you know? Yeah, for sure. But even still, I thought the Ballbusters, they're like, there was no variety in it. It was all like, they all had the exact same energy. They all yelled the same way. Yeah. <laughs> I was waiting for them to be like, I'm going to put a and I'm going to put a And then the third person to be like, I brought a ball. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, very true. That's very true. But at least they the energy a bit. But at least they did have like a very unified sense of like what they were presenting. Yeah, they were all yelling. That's not really a theme. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, some of us do fitness, and we definitely see what the fitness people do. <laughs> <laughs> but like the the unified theme, at least they kind of came together. They all kind of had a similar look. Um, they are, they were all just like butch, like with the war paint on and yeah, it was cute. It was cute. I I thought that Kitty Scott Claus was like kind of more of the standout out of them. Like maybe she not visually, great. but her energy was the best out of that group. She was great. I, yeah. I, I really do think she was underrated for sure. Oh, I agree. And then we got to the baby, the baby mamas. Yeah. I feel like that whole one passed by so quickly that I couldn't even tell you what happened in it. I don't think it went very well. Um, they had the obvious gag of having the ba- little baby props with them. Yeah. Um, and they were all like in really like kind of 80s fun jazzercise outfits, which was very good. So that I was kind of collective. Yeah. But like, I think when you have a baby, 
like you have to treat it with a little bit of respect and like none of them were treating the babies with respect at all they just kind of were everyone was just dangling the babies all left and right it's like yeah you can't go anywhere with that like you have to treat the baby with respect before you chuck it across the room yeah exactly i know that sounds awful though it's like you have to treat the baby with respect before you throw it across the before you disrespect it yeah because when you start at that level there's nowhere above to go like you can't just dangle it around by the foot and then like that's not funny that's not funny that's just kind of that's cringy that's just like oh my god what are you doing to that poor baby like there's yeah um yeah and when everyone's doing that then it just becomes less impactful So if they had that like kind of little conversation first, then it would have been a little more funny. But honestly, the whole thing went by so quickly that I couldn't even tell you what happened other than seeing Victoria sitting there on the stool. So weirdly enough, I think that was probably the worst one out of them all. So, yeah. uh, And then, of course, then they did the real Black Mirror moment where then they all go into a total uh, Dragaton Peloton malfunction. Yeah. Or they all just start breaking down and going, Dragaton, Dragaton. And so that was a good challenge. What what did you think of this challenge? Like good, medium? I, I didn't like it, to be okay. honest. I thought yeah. it was bad. I like I like I said before, it was it didn't let anyone stand out. Yeah. Like um because everyone was doing basically the same thing. There was no like chance for anyone to like shine. Um, even though they chose who they wanted to shine. Uh-huh. Um, to me, there was no standouts for anything. Like, yeah. it was like, let's all do the exact same thing at the exact same energy and have no, like, personality in it. And to me, it just didn't allow for any, like, creativity. It was a real clusterfuck, and it was definitely clusterfucky. And it was kind of like, all right, those of you are going to sink or swim, figure it out, figure it out. And, um, that's definitely not the greatest feeling, especially when like people are getting injured. It's like, what is going on on this set? Um, Yeah, for sure. It was just too much too fast. And like, there wasn't any time to absorb anything. Yeah. There wasn't any time to like, uh, enjoy anyone's moments. I think there could have been a better way to like use all of them for like a fitness kind of uh, inspired thing. And I think this might be speaking to a lot of, you know, there's so much drag race out there right now, but like maybe there's a little too much because (laughs) I think this season came out too soon. Like I think it was rushed. And not only that, like it's potentially hurting performers. Like, Veronica is not ready. Yeah. Like people are like people are rushing, people are throwing their life savings away. I mean like getting yeah. injured. Like yeah. this should not be this should not be Mad Max. This should be drag. Like yeah. when did drag become Mad Max? Like it's ridiculous. <laughs> when it became profitable, honey. Oh my god, don't even. Okay, let's get into <laughs> Let's get into the runway. Are you ready for this runway? You go right. So we do not. We do not and cut on on uh, that. Do you, do you know no. what that means? I, I've I've heard of nuts before. Yes, you're glorious nuts. So nut as if you like it, and cut as if you you hate it. So the the drag uh, category is red carpet showstoppers. 
And first up on the, the main stage is one, none other than Theresa May. Yeah. In this um, stunning polka dot um, open gown with some nice, I don't know, Spanish-inspired hair, black yeah. hair, and this cool hair-made headpiece on top as well. What do you think of this? I thought it was a cute look. It seems like very... Um... Um, well, first of all, the hair itself was really impressive mm-hmm. because it's all attached to the wig and it's all made out of hair. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought, um, I, I kind of wish that it was like, a t- like a, that it f- um, was like more cohesive with the look itself because mm. it feels a little like, I wish that that same pattern motif was kind of like in her outfit uh, to kind of mirror um black mirror if you will right (laughs) um but yeah i thought she her makeup looked nice and uh she was cute yeah i wasn't really sure what the the hair was necessarily complimenting in this look but like i did like it like i thought she looked like a campy telenovela um actress totally like runway i don't know just so my vibe like i love this polka dot moment yeah. Um, so for me, this is a nut. What What do you think? Nut or cut? Um. Yeah. Let's 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 nut it up. Like a soft nut. Like yeah. Not, like not full like a on. Walnut. Maybe not like a, a walnut. Yeah. Like a walnut. Okay. <laughs> Good start. So then we got Electra. Electra fence. Oh my god. And gosh. she comes out. Do you want to describe this look? I mean, ooh. she. She was described as one of the judges as a wizard. <laughs> she, <laughs> uh, Which is not always a bad thing. Yes. Um, but I want to say like Halloween store wizard a little bit. I She's know. wearing this like silver kind of like hoodie dress where yeah. like the skirt itself is really beautiful, but like mm-hmm. the sleeves and there's like a, there's like a hood on it. It just looks like a, a like a, like a sweater that has a, Nice skirt around it. Do you know and what then, I thought? Like, do you know who I thought she looked like? Yeah, I thought she looked with the purple hair and that cape. I thought she looked like the fairy godmother from Shrek <gasps> Two. Yeah, <laughs> except most of her costume had fallen apart, and she yeah. lost her red dress, and all she had was just the cape left. Yeah, yeah, it's and pretty it was much it was just depressing. I was like, oh, poor darling. Yeah, uh, it could have used some editing. Um, it also looked like a hoodie. Like, I was like... Yeah, exactly. And if it looked like a hoodie, I was like, well, go in that direction. But I don't think it was intentional. Ooh. Yeah. Um, I thought I could have uh, used a little bit of editing. Like, uh, maybe some accessories would have helped. Yeah. Do you think she finished this look? Do you think it was just, like, unfinished? Um... I'm not sure what she was going for, but yeah. I think I think accessories would have really helped it. It looks unfinished to me. Like I was like, I can see where this might be going, but I'm like, this is not it. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, darling, but oh, poor darling. This is a cut for sure for me. Oh yeah. If there was a thing below cut, I would choose that. <laughs> oh my God. Oh, <laughs> Your your nuts have retracted. It's a full on. <laughs> okay, so then we've got um, yeah. Okay, vanity. Here we go. Vanity. Okay, so vanity is next. Vanity. She's 
Do you want to describe Vanity's look? Yes. We've got Vanity. She looks very beautiful in the face. She's got this, like, purple lilac outfit, and it's covered in flowers, and she's kind of got this, like, swoopy, bright purple wig that is um, kind of, like, styled and pin-curled. Um, but to me, the, like... I feel like I've seen this exact look before, but, like, done slightly better. Um, to me, the proportions just seem off. Like, where the, uh, like, flow- the florals sit, they kind of feel like they uh, they should have been, like, um, contoured a little better. Yeah. I don't um, know what it is about this look for me. It's a little bit, like, it's glamorous from the right angle, I think. Yeah. But, like, from the wrong angle, it just suddenly seems out of proportion. Yeah. It's it's because of those, f- uh, like, little flo- uh, floral appliques. They're all right down the center, so it just becomes, like, a sticker instead of something that's in- integrated into the look. Yeah. And the wig, I mean, I do have to say the wig is not big enough for this. I think it should have been a double Yeah, they were, they were definitely, like... Um, like uh, badgering her about the wig and like saying it wasn't big enough, which I sort of agree, but. Um, it, it was a little small, just the way it happened. Um, yeah. Yeah. It just didn't quite hit it. I think it is still pretty though. Um, yeah. And she does look pretty, but yeah, the proportions are a little off. So it's like, I'm kind of between like a nutter cut. I, I mean, at the end of the day, I think I had nut it because it is pretty. And if you yeah. photograph it from the right angle, it's gorgeous. Oh, yeah. I think it's still a nut for me. So then it was uh, Kitty. Kitty's got claws. As yeah. I mean, I feel like this is like a, the Marilyn Monroe Madonna kind of moment. Material yeah. girl. Yes, absolutely. Off the shoulder pink dress. Uh, uh, sparkly with the kind of Marilyn hair. Yeah. I, I would definitely say, again, there's a bit of a size problem with the hair, especially because I know it sucks, but and I, I do love seeing a, a lovely woman with big shoulders, but her shoulders are large and she's exposing them. So yeah. there might be a bit of a problem with proportion with her hair size. I, I would I would go a little bigger. Yeah, I thought the proportions for the outfit were great. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, her hair... I thought looked fine. It could have been bigger, of course. But um, I thought she was, I thought she looked great. But she was really pretty. And I mean, what's wrong with the woman with large shoulders? They exist in the world and they're very hot. <laughs> exactly. Um, awesome. So definitely, I think it's a nut for me. Yeah, def- a definite nut. Also, can I say, like, I think her, you know, the lace was like, the lace that was just like a little darker than her own skin tone. Yeah. And you know how it's so like we're in COVID, like it was so hard to get wigs. Yeah, it was, there was like a shortage in everything. So I mean, I see a girl like good on you for finding a wig that worked and I'm not going to read you for your wig because I'm just glad that you have one that looks right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Have one at all. Exactly. Have one at all. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and then it was, uh... Now we're on to Crystal. Crystal! Crystal. It was Crystal Versace in... Well, do you want to describe this look? 
Yeah, sure. We have Crystal Versace. She's wearing a, a beautiful green, emerald green outfit. It's got the high panty cut, and then it's got this little billowy cape on the butt and Ooh. nice big billowy sleeves. And then she's got a nice low cut with a giant titty cleavage. And she looks like she's painted like Miss Fame. And she's got that very short, beautiful cut of blonde locks and very striking red lipstick. Yeah, I, it's all in like this forest green kind of motif. It's really sexy. Yeah, like, it's really beautiful. Again, like she's stunning. Like, I, is this a look that I've seen? I think I have seen this look before, but she does it so well. And yeah, uh, like uh, you were saying, she you, she looks like Miss Fame. I think she's like Raven. Like her face is so, you know. Yeah, and like with that Absolutely. classic season season, what was it? Whatever season Brooklyn was on, Brooklyn Heights hair, that kind of do. Yeah. And then like with the titties, like the James Mansfield titties, it, it was, it's so interesting, but she, she's kind of like a conglomeration of every drag race girl put together. She's yeah. like Alaska's Slaytina. She, she is the <laughs> theory of drag. Yeah. But that is kind of the problem with this show being around for this long is that there is no, it's so difficult. It becomes so difficult to not compare other people to other performers. So we're uh, like, we're seeing all the like these high volume of new performers, and it's so very difficult to be like, oh yeah, this is just like that plus that plus that. And um, but in a lot of ways, it is because like the show has influenced um, the drag so much. You know, like drag queens have really had to step it up to be even noticed in some cities. Oh yeah, absolutely. And um, for a lot of very new performers, it is kind of that, too, because they are yeah. 100% directly influenced by um, previous contestants. Like you said, like uh, the Raven look really changed a lot of people's drag makeup, like forever. <laughs> well, I, I love it. Like, such a total nut for me. Um, yeah. We got a full basket of nuts over here yes <laughs> yeah do you give it a nut a full basket of nuts full basket of nuts yeah. okay and then we've got river river midway oh, coming up sure. she's in this i love this it's like a kind of asymmetrical purple prom dress with her legs out and her shoulders exposed and and also big hair that has yeah. quite verticality and it's so messy and platinum blonde I die for hair like this. You must yeah. know. I love a messy, a messy glamour moment. This, yeah. I love this look. I love it so, 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 so much. I think she looks absolutely amazing. I love her so much. Her personality is so cute. Um, I think she just could have used a little more accessorizing, accessorizing. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. But I like the youthfulness of it. Just kind of like so fun, so carefree. It's just like, wow yes absolutely i love river total nut total nut i'm going nuts for you river what do you, is it another cut for you i'm gonna bust my nut yes bust <laughs> it. yeah and then we got veronica veronica yeah. comes out in this yellow like what is it like 80s kind of like susan sarandon kind of moment or something i think i told I, like i think i think like you know that girl from three's company um susan summers yeah 
Like it's like that bouncy curls and that I don't know, just that hair is so pretty. It's definitely like Veronica's really turning looks. Oh, I don't know if I agree with that. <laughs> well, but I mean, I mean, no, but like she's turning like she looks so different in all of her looks. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. I wasn't like I thought she looked fine. I I wasn't like totally blown away by this at all. I think maybe it was just her makeup that kind of like threw me off a little bit. Mm. I it think was it was very different. A little too like heavy in areas like very her... heavy, very like neutral nude kind of play kind of thing. Yeah, but just like next to Crystal, it's like oh no, what's happening? I know, but. <laughs> But you that's know, that's that's not that's not Veronica's fault. That's that's uh, Crystal being. No, Crystal has one perfect creature. <laughs> Crystal has one very very beautiful face, and um, well, except for her other face because she's two faced. But um, <laughs> uh, it's going to be interesting. I'm glad that Veronica is really changing it up and taking risks. So I applaud this look. I think she did a good job, and and she looks. I love a chameleon, so I'm just like I'm. I'm, yeah. I'm not this. I totally not this. Yeah, I. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of a soft net for me. Maybe like. Hey, cut it! Cut it if you hate it. Do it! Do it! Okay, I'm gonna do it. Yes, cut okay. it. Seance, cut Veronica. Oh, Great Veronica Green. I love you. <laughs> And then we got Charity, your fave. Tell us about this. I love Charity. Charity's wearing this, like, flapper-inspired outfit, kind of, like, koi fish theme. So it's all oranges. She's got all of the, like, fringe, orange fringe going down. It's cut in a very, like, kind of like like a low-cut, strappy adventure with this, like, uh, sequin gold uh, gloves with more fringe on it, and then she's got these two koi fish on her head, with like a like a stylized finger wave hair helmet, and mm-hmm. her makeup is just over the top and beautiful, and mm-hmm. I love it. The beautiful, the mono, the monochromaticness, the yeah. lack of tights. <laughs> yes, her hairy legs were out, and I was like, "Yes, please, and thank you." Yeah, she's really a moment. Like, not a lot of queens have been daring enough to show a hairy leg on the stash yeah. of RuPaul's Dragons. I I feel like no one actually has. Um, actually, the UK series have been a little more braver with like hairier performers, like yeah. the other Crystal. Um, That's right. Uh, she had like a hairier chest and they, uh, they were like bearing it and they were like, yeah, I love my hairy chest. Mm-hmm. And I was like, wow, that's very like, that's very different for drag race to like allow that to happen. <laughs> yeah. Did, I, I mean, I love this look. I think it's really cute. Yes. I'm going to bust my whole nut all over this look. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's a total nut. She looks great. I, this is totally like what I would believe Charity would wear to a red carpet because she believes every event is just some sort of drunken burlesque show. So (laughs) yeah, absolutely. Uh, I live and I love a twenties reference. I mean, it's so, so flapper, so glam. Yeah. So flappy. Um, And then we got Ella, Ella of a day. Ella of a day. Serving classic movie star realness in this like body contour, silk, uh, light pink number with embroideries. 
fit perfectly with the shoe yeah. and classic, like, I don't know, movie star forties, um, kind of hair, pinup hair. It was beautiful with, yeah. with a breastplate. Everyone is wearing breastplates these days. I know. Breasts are just so hot these days. <laughs> I thought the breastplate might have been a little bit too much, but like um, this look was uh, impeccable. It was one of my favorites of the of the day. Yeah, I thought it was very beautiful. It read very like classic pageant drag to me, and I thought it was it was very stunning. Well, but like, because the concept was red carpet, and I was like, this is probably one of the first, River as well, one of the first things I would really see, like, you know, um, Charlize Theron or like um, somebody like wearing on a red carpet, you know, like one of those movie stars. Yeah. I loved it. It it felt a little dated to me, but I was not mad about it. (laughs) That's fair. Maybe it wasn't fashion forward, but like. Oh, no, but Hollywood it was like glamour very... isn't fashion forward. Yeah, it was a very beautiful look, though. Yeah, I, yeah. I maybe that's oh. why I like it because it was so old Hollywood. I was just like, yes, yeah. I'll nut to that one. Fair enough. Fair enough. I I totally <laughs> not. I'm sorry, it's nutting all over Ella. Oh, and then we got Scarlett in a, a red dress and some nice big hair. Uh, it was a yeah. very flat red dress, just kind of hit the ground. Yeah. What do you think? Good. I thought it was kind of okay. Yeah, it kind of blended in. I wasn't really like enthused by it. The like the material was very beautiful. That's though. true. It was just like you said, kind of flat. Yeah, it was very flat. Like I just remember it was very flat, sparkly. Yeah. It, it definitely wouldn't made the best dress list, uh, you know, in People magazine. Yeah. She kind of would have flown under the radar, even though that hair was obnoxiously large. So good job. Yeah. I just like, if I saw this in like a lineup of people, I wouldn't know that this was Scarlet. <laughs> I also don't know very much about Scarlet yet, but I mean, like, yeah. it doesn't stand out to me in any way. Like, I'm it's a very annoyed with how she wears her wigs, honestly. I- there's just something wrong about the join. Like, oh. I don't think she contours it. So, like, you actually get, like, that kind of shade-ing. Oh. I think she just kind of puts it on. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 no. <laughs> like, oh, you do it that way? Well, but but you go for, like, a total goth ghoul. Like, like I can understand why you would do it. I just put it on. <laughs> but, like, if you're going for, like, the the feminine ideal or something like there just needs to be a little bit of shading or something um okay. i don't think i have that problem with her wig line but i don't yeah, know what i, it is, I but... see it very clearly i'm just like Ooh, okay. there's a forehead there um yeah maybe to me <sighs> like i feel like it might be under accessorized like i feel like she could have used yeah. like some bracelets or something or like you know because if you're gonna wear a, a simple red dress on a red carpet. I mean, it should... it's probably because you're featuring the $25,000 necklace you're wearing, right? Yeah. And this doesn't look like a $25,000 necklace. <laughs> no. So, yeah. Um, I think I would cut this one. Um, yeah. I'm going to cut it, it too. This doesn't really work. And then finally, we've got Victoria coming out in yet another red dress with some yeah. white platinum blonde hair, kind of, you know. 
and her her dramatic, you know, um, over the top makeup. Uh, she doesn't seem to do eyebrows. Um, <laughs> she's got very big eyes, but not really very striking eyebrows. I think um, I see them, but they're just very faint. They're very faint. Um, and I, I feel really bad for her because she's in her red trainers she borrowed from somebody. And the dress is, I don't know, what is it, like silk or something? But it's like not, it's a little wrinkly. It looks like organza to me. Organza. And it's a little wrinkly, like it didn't get steamed properly. And all I can think about is how much pain she must be in. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. This did not come together. No, I was not into this look very much. I like, I I thought that it went a little too high in the front and then like her hair is kind of like not separating from her body. So it kind of like just closes her face in a lot. Oh, Um, poor Victoria. Like hardly any accessories. Like where are where are the accessories? But I think like this look could work. Like if it's accessorized properly, if the hair is done, and she's just not able to do it. And I don't, I don't think I'm gonna disagree on that. I don't okay. think there's much. <laughs> Maybe if she had like different hair or like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but it's it. The proportions don't seem right to me. It it didn't really come together. So it's a cut for me too. Yeah. It's just like suffocating her in a bad way. Oh, Victoria, get better. So that's all of them. Um, And of course we find out that the winner uh, in the top, of course, is it's essentially between Veronica and Crystal. And Crystal again, takes the Rupeter badge. Yep. She doesn't have to lip sync for her win this time. She just gets yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that was justified? Crystal gets the second badge. Uh, like I, like I've been saying this whole episode, I don't feel like anyone stood out this entire episode. So they could have just said whoever won, and I would be like, yeah, okay, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um, so now the standings are: Siri has two badges, and the human race is going to lose control of the realm to um, Earth realm and Mortal Combat, and Shang Tsung's going to steal our souls. Honestly, I'm looking forward to it. I've been waiting for this moment <laughs> my whole life. I've been preparing for it. Those are a lot of video game references in case you missed them, people. <laughs> Look them up. Look them up. Look them up. And the bottom two came down to Vanity and Electra. And yeah. your favorite, Charity, narrowly missed the bottom. How do you feel about that? Did you agree with that? I thought it was kind of BS that they were like, yeah, Charity, you're in the bottom. I kind know. Of. Um they were like, well, your look doesn't have any shape. I'm like, well, do you know what a flapper's outfit looks like? It's like a sack. It's not supposed to have shape. <laughs> I think I think what they really meant, the RuPaul's Drag Race translation, and I mean, let's not be too shady here, but like when they said there was no shape was like, you're not wearing tights and we don't appreciate hairy drag. Because yeah. um, I mean... But good for you for just, like, living your truth, Charity, because that's great. Like, we need it. it. It's beautiful. Yeah. And honestly, in the challenge, they weren't any worse than anyone else. So it didn't make it didn't make a lot of sense, their decision there. But No. Uh, she survives another week, so I hope they... <laughs> so I hope they we got... I, I know. I think she's going to survive for a bit, hopefully. Fingers crossed. 
Yeah. Um, we've got Vanity and Electra in the bottom, and they lip sync to Moving On Up by the M People. Cool jam, cool jam. And uh, this lip sync was, again, two of the best dancers in the competition going head to head. Yeah. Uh, Drag Race UK is not really known for like its incredible dancing lip syncs, but so far this season has been insane. Yeah. Like, Electra Fence is ridiculous. And yeah. now we've got Vanity, who is also a self proclaimed dance goddess. It was amazing. Yeah, Electra was just like like doing all of the gymnastic stunts that they have ever learned in their entire <laughs> lifetime, holding nothing back. But at that point, you're like, are you even like performing the song anymore? Are you no. just like just doing everything that like every stunt that you possibly can think of in hopes that it'll like impress somebody. And then Vanity is standing there in a gown and still pulls up the gown and does a, a front splits thing, jump right in front of Electra. Yeah. And then does that incredible hair whipping moment while she's lip syncing the song. It yeah. was, it was brilliant. Like the hair, the... I don't, I don't think we've ever really seen that where like, the hair is done up. It's all pinned up. And then she just stands there and starts whipping her hair around. And it all comes down into gorgeous flowing locks that again yeah. looks beautiful. And I was yeah. like, <gasps> while still staying glued to her head, which was very impressive. I honestly didn't want to see Electra in the bottom either. Yeah. Um, but I'm glad that uh, Vanity was the one that came out alive in that transaction oh my god is somebody dying in the background for you i think somebody yeah. like, is that vanity is that electra are oh, they no. okay <laughs> they're oh, coming no. they're coming for you okay well. never catch me alive. so we have to say goodbye to electra fence because she she goes home so too bad electra um she i mean we're gonna miss her dancing that's for sure doesn't it always seem to happen like the dancers the dancers tend to go home early. Do you think they force that just so that they can get some really good lip syncs? Or <laughs> I, I'm, I wouldn't be surprised, but you, you never know what ha- like how things go down. I know. So um, that was the episode. Are you looking forward to next week? I guess they're doing some sort of camp look or something. Yeah, it looks like they're going to do some kind of like weird two different campy camping Pepper looks. <laughs> yes. I'm looking forward to Drag Race UK's next episode. This episode this season, it's very elucidating. We're learning a lot about the drag world and perhaps the drag yeah. over stimulation. Um, but these queens are amazing and they're killing it, and I'm having a great time watching them. Okay, and apparently your whole building is on fire. So before your building uh, burns down, we better say goodbye before you uh, are literally a ghost version of Seance. I know, I know you are undead already, but um, yeah, it's true. Um, Seance, do you have anything left to say, and do you want to give your your social media contacts to the children? Oh yes, absolutely. You can find me on the internet 
wherever you make bad decisions, in your darkened closets, under your bed, or just on Instagram at Seance Knows, just like it sounds. Seance like Beyonce, but with an S, and knows like I know everything. You do know. She does know everything. <laughs> Beyonce, I'm so glad that you were my first guest on my first um squirrel talk that i got to host all all by myself thank you so much oh my gosh what a pleasure to be had you did such a phenomenal job and i i i had such a lovely time being here with you and i love your nuts and i love you and thank you for coming and and appreciating the camp drag factor with me yeah i've been i've been hillary yass and this has been squirrel talk and thank you for listening all this way if you've got to this part um, and I can't wait to um, have another guest next week and talk RuPaul's Drag Race UK Season 3 with y'all. Um, make sure to follow us on our Instagram at Squirrel Talk and chat with us there. Vicky and Selena and me and uh, Seance and all of our guests that we've had over the years. We all love you so much, squirrels. So um, until next time, squirrels. Bye. This podcast has been brought to you by the Sonar Network.